Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the team I watched the most growing up. Because my dad was a Giants fan. So once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome, everybody, to a special post-game edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and The Record. I'm your host, Art Stapleton. Well, it's New Year's Eve, and the folks over in Times Square were not the only ones who dropped the ball. Yes, the New York Giants dropped the ball again in an upset bid against a team that's heading to the playoffs. This time, it was the Rams. 26-25, the final score here at MetLife Stadium on Sunday. And boy, you know, you look at this team, it was really the story of the 2023 New York Giants. And that's come in Brian Dable's second season here. And it's really come down to the little things and all of the little things that this team was able to do last year. They've been unable to do this year, uh, and it's really everything starts with the quarterback. We all know that. The failures earlier this year with Daniel Jones, obviously the circumstances around him need to be better, but the reality is that when Daniel played, things went wrong, and the Giants had opportunities here to beat the Rams. There's no question Gunnar Olszewski, a 94-yard punt return for a touchdown, pulling something out of nothing. Then they have the two-point conversion, and boy, Tyrod Taylor wishes he had that one back. There are a lot of little things that Tyrod wishes he had back. And that was kind of also a story of Tyrod Taylor. You know, his career, 13 years in the NFL, there have been ups and there have been downs. And he makes the spectacular look easy. Again, another bomb to Darius Slayton. The ball travels 60 yards in the air. 80-yard touchdown to Slayton. You look at his throw last week in Philadelphia against the Eagles to Slayton. But then you look at plays he missed last week. A throw to Darren Waller when he was wide open. A throw to Saquon Barkley when he was open. I'm not sure if any were easier to make, more routine than the two-point conversion. The Giants had lined up for the PAT to tie the game. And then the the Rams jumped off sides. So they got closer to the goal line, down at the one, half the distance, Brian Dable says, we're going for two. They go for two. They motion Saquon Barkley to the left, then have him reverse his motion, cut through the mesh near the line, and he's wide open on the goal line. Tyrod rolled to his right. 
and he had a decision to make, either run to the end zone and score himself or flip it to Saquon and let Saquon do the rest. There was nobody on the defense that was going to get in the way of Saquon or Tyrod, and Tyrod short-armed it because he said he was indecisive, and the ball was behind Saquon, and just like that, it was 26-25, and you just felt the air come out of the stadium. And like these Giants have done, they somehow got another opportunity. They got the ball back. Isaiah Simmons with a sack. They end up getting the ball back, no timeouts, and a 31-yard scramble by Saquon uh, by Tyrod after a drop by Saquon on first down, and the Giants were in business. But then a spike, and the decision on a, to have a draw play to Saquon Barkley really set things up in a negative direction. He was stopped for a loss of two. The Rams pulled off a stunt uh, and decked Saquon behind the line of scrimmage. And with Mason Crosby in this situation, I'm not sure you were going to feel much comfortable unless it was a chip shot. You know, the weather wasn't great today. Kickers were missing extra points everywhere. Uh, But the reality is when his 54-yard field goal to win the game was kind of being set up, you just had that feeling that there was no way he was making that kick. It was short, sailed to the left even before it reached the goal posts. And the Giants end up losing 26-25. So a lot of big plays, a lot of mistakes. The fumbled exchange on fourth and one near midfield cost the Giants. The interception that Tyrod ended up throwing, and he said after the game he had Jalen Hyatt open on a similar route that he hit Slayton on, but he threw the interception to Jordan Fuller. And... Just mistake after mistake. And the bottom line is bad teams make bad plays to lose games. And that's what the Giants did. And they had opportunity after opportunity to make a big play to turn this game in their favor. And they failed to do so. Um, Before we get to the draft order situation, you know, a couple, you know, a couple good, you know, good things for the Giants, bright spots, if you will. Got to give a lot of credit to Bobby Okereke. A sack and a half today, 11 tackles, again played every snap. Uh, he has just been, really been the Giants' MVP across the board. Uh, so kudos to this front office for signing him. You can say all you want about mistakes that they have made and maybe you know misread certain situations, but Okereke was exactly what this defense needed, uh, and he's somebody you need to feel real good about anchoring the middle of your defense moving forward. When you look at Darius Slayton, the way he's playing right now, the nuance in his route running, what he did last week with the body control on the 69-yard touchdown against the Eagles, what he did today really tracking the football on that throw that traveled 60 yards from Tyrod Taylor, just an impressive, another impressive performance by Darius Slayton. He's led this team in receiving for the last five years, and you give him a lot of credit for what he's done and come back to, from where he was last year, uh, beginning of the season, when everyone kind of expected him to either be cut or traded. So that's where we're at. The Giants have one more game next week, a stunning upset. 
Arizona over Philly. Looks like that game now, Giants-Eagles, won't mean anything. If Dallas wins, obviously, they'll they'll win the division. And Philly will end up having to go on the road. We'll see if where that game ends up, if it's 1 o'clock or 4.30 uh, next Sunday. But um, draft position. Giants are still sitting at 5. They are one game behind the next three teams ahead of them. Two, three, four, Arizona, New England. And what happens in that situation is, you know, you look at what the who those teams are facing next week. Washington is two, facing Dallas. New England is facing the Jets. And then Arizona, I believe, plays Seattle. You never know what happens with those teams. And... The reality is when the strength of schedule plays out, it's possible that the Giants can get all the way up to two. It's unlikely, but it's possible. Their strength of schedule, according to Tankathon right now, is 5'11". And remember, it's the lowest strength of schedule when you're tied. And Washington and New England is 5'15", and then Arizona is 5'67". So if the Giants tie any of those teams and the strength of schedule does not jump, the Giants would be ahead of those teams. Now they have Tennessee even with them, so if the Giants were to win, they have obviously would drop behind uh, those teams. So we'll see what happens. We'll have more on that this week, but that's if you're all for the Giants tank, you got the result you needed today. If you're all for the Giants winning a game, boy, it's another kick in the teeth for this team. They have breathtaking plays, and then there are others that are just a gut gut punch, and they just can't breathe, and they have the wind knocked out of them, and that was one of those today. Thanks for being all in. Everybody have a happy and a healthy new year, and we'll talk to you in 2024. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.